Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 84 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on July 11th, 2022. I am your host, Lee Paddock, <coughs> and my uh, co-host, Sterling Hammer. Uh, so we like to always issue a spoiler alert mm-hmm. before we talk about these movies, so there you go. Uh, so now let's just talk about the film. Uh, it was my choice this week, and I went with something that <clears throat> I think, I don't know. I don't know if Sterling would be surprised if I actually really like this movie or not. No, because I know you like Moonrise Kingdom. You keep comparing it to that and I guess it's, it's a indie, little similar to it, but it's just that indie <clears throat> like the only kind of fluff or heartwarming or wholesome things that you w- could potentially even like would have to be indie, because the indie ones are going to get the really good kid actors or the weirder kid actors, which are probably going to end up being the better actors. Yes, than the ones uh, that aren't just there for <clears throat> their looks because they're cute and adorable. Yes, but uh, yeah, the film we're talking about is uh, Little Miss Sunshine from 2006. Mm. Um, This was... Ancient times. I believe... No, it wasn't... It didn't win Best Picture, but it won uh, Best Original Screenplay. I remember it being a huge thing, like a big deal that year. Even as a kid, people... Like, I remember people talking mm -hmm. about it all the time. I, I saw it, like, as soon, I think, as pretty much it got... As soon as it got released on like DVD, I think it was one of those movies that uh, I Netflixed. I just never got around to seeing it because, like, for a while, at least growing up, I just didn't really like indie movies because I just felt like, oh, those are stupid, those are artsy fartsy, or like, and like by indie, I mean like ones that are going to be at like film festivals. Like, I liked Lifetime, straight to DVD movies, <laughs> stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's but I mean indie as in like these are going to be limited releases in theaters. This is going to be only showed at the film. Yeah, quirky. Like the director, this is like the director who did this movie also does big movies. But, you know, this is the fun one. Um, <laughs> or this is the little movie. That he yeah, wa- as that a kid I was just do. like, eh, and I just, my mom wasn't, so, that wasn't a movie that like anyone, any of the adults that I saw movies with would have seen. So like I didn't really have a chance that's to see interesting. it. interesting. And it's just I wasn't super into like like fluff and wholesomeness growing up at first. Like that's that's something that came on later. Interesting. Like more towards like middle school and stuff when I started discovering anime. Ah, uh, okay. Anime is really the one who corrupted. God damn me. it, anime! <laughs> Those little cutesy little characters. Chobits, if anyone knows, you know. Yeah. Pantsus. Okay. That explains it. <laughs> the origin story of Sterling Hammer, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's um, very origin. But yeah, I mean, this is one of those movies like I had heard about, I was hearing a lot about, um, and this was a right, right around the point where I was becoming a, you know, Mr. I need to watch a movie, like two movies a day, you know. To really absorb and it I need and to, it. And I need to... Uh, you know, I need to, like, that's all, you know, I was looking up on the internet, like, oh, just IMDB all day, going to all kinds of different, like, websites, and just, you know, being a little movie nerd. That was, like, the height of it. That's so you discovered all your YouTubers? In a way, yeah, almost. I think it was about a year later where I really started discovering my, uh, the ones that I'm still subscribed to. Nice. Well, you know, movie review YouTube is has its own little niche. It's pretty, yeah, I know that one. It's pretty big. As with anything. Um, but, well, this wasn't really a movie that those people were talking about, though. This was just something that, you know, I was hearing a lot about, and I was like, oh, it's a movie that's being nominated for Oscar. It's a real word-of-mouth movie. And that's exactly, yeah. It was a pretty big success when it came out. Uh, in 2006, it was like a, I don't know, like $8 million, maybe less. Um, but it, ma- it ended up making like over $100 million at the box office. It was office. a huge hit. 
It was yeah. It made that little girl's very career profitable. for a while. It kind of revived Greg Kinnear's career for a second. <laughs> Unfortunately, not very long. Um, At least he got that second, right? And he's good in this movie. Yeah. Um, Everyone's good in this movie. I feel like it probably launched Steve Carell's career a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> Helped push him into the movie sphere a little more. Yeah, this was like a year after um, The Office really was taking off. And this showed that he could be more than just like only funny. But he is funny in this movie. Yeah, he that's, is. But it's like a different kind of funny. It's more Dryer. subdued. Yeah. Yes. And that's probably why I really like it. And that's why I think this is my favorite Steve Carell performance. This is no get smart, but it's good. Okay, fine, whatever. But <laughs> Rude. Uh, and then, you know, Tony Collette, I feel like this helped her a lot, even though she'd already been doing plenty before this. She was in The Sixth Sense. She's the mom in The Sixth Sense. Haley Joel Osment's mom. Yeah. She's really she's, good in that movie. She's always been working. She's a great actress, too. And I think she's getting a lot more work now than she was. Because like. she's the go-to, like, we want a serious, good woman actress in this movie. Who's she going to play? Really high-powered CEO. Lawyer. Or just like a, a mom. Traumatized mother. Mm-hmm. Like Plays hered- a lot of traumatized mothers. <laughs> like mothers. hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> it's her bread and butter now. That's a movie I'm going to show you. Fuck you. Well, I wouldn't say Tony Collette is a traumatized mother in this film. No, she's defeated. She's just dealing with a lot. She's not defeated yet, but if she keeps living the life she was for 10 more years, she'd be defeated. And who knows? Maybe, like, we, the movie doesn't really give you the impression that, oh, everything's going to be all right in the end. No, it's realistic. Which is, again... Like, they're on the right path, kind of, but life is life. So I guess uh, I should kind of explain what this movie is about. Um... Little Miss Sunshine is the story of a uh, m- uh, kind of failing mid middle class family. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg Kinnear plays uh, this uh, guy who uh, is trying to sell this line of like self motivation, self help, kind of like. Uh, this package, like with DVDs and this book, and and like you, a tour. It's, it's the nine steps to a happy life or whatever, or probably a successful like a convention life. tour and stuff. And you know, basically, he he wants to be like a paid speaker, paid motivational Tony speaker. Robbins. Exactly, but he he is no Tony Robbins. No, he's, he's an not an even asshole. a Brian Cranston. Yeah, no, he's just an asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just um. I don't know. He ha- his his plan is very generic. Yeah, just work hard. Yeah, you don't need to pay for this stupid package. No. Um, but yeah, he's like he's <laughs> pitching it to like this classroom, I guess. There's like four people in like this classroom or something. Who probably most of them got their got in for free. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, free seminar. I don't have to go to a class." And, and then he's like, and they're like, oh, he's trying to sell something to me. Boo. <laughs> and Buy my DVD. And this is before the internet was much more big, so like you had to get like backers and all this stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you just make a fucking Instagram, and you're like, I'm a motivational speaker. Exactly. You can be an Instagram, you can be an influencer. Mm-hmm. That's the thing now. So yeah, he's uh, he's sort of like putting the family in a lot of like financial jeopardy. Yeah, because he won't get a regular thing. job. Exactly. And then Tony Collette, I'm pretty sure she's just a homemaker. Um we see her we see her uh having to go uh pick up her brother from a uh <laughs> a mental institution because he had just attempted suicide. Um and he's played by Steve Carell. Um, and she's sort of in charge. She has to be like his, uh, his guardian, yeah. basically. And so she has him stay in, uh, her son Dwayne, her oldest son, uh, his Dwayne's room. At first, this little fucking weirdo. He's a little, yeah, he's, uh, taking a vow of silence, uh, in order to 
get into uh, flight school mm-hmm. for the Air Force. Um, but we soon realized that that's kind of fruitless, fruitless, unfortunately. Um, and so, yeah, she's sort of in, you know, she has, she's the one who's kind of like trying to keep the family together while Greg Kinnear's going off and like, oh, I'm, it's my, it's going to happen, honey, I swear. But, you know, everybody else is a loser. He's trying to tell people. Yeah, that he's such a piece of shit. Like the there's a scene where they're at uh, Denny's or like Denny's equivalent a diner, and like they're all like they have they're like they can order they have to order something that's under four dollars, and the little girl goes like I'm gonna get a pancake and ice cream, and the mom's like really, and she's like it's under four dollars, and the mom's like oh, okay I guess we're on a trip, little treat yourself thing, and then the dad's like, oh do you think those girls in those magazines are really ice cream, and she's like. What? And he's like, I'm just, uh, and everyone's like, dude, shut up! Like every like Steve Carell, the the mute, the grandpa, the <laughs> mom are all like, shut up, fucking jerk! Like he's basically calling his daughter fat. Exactly. And all something she's already self conscious about. And then like, but luckily enough, the family is good. And when the, the ice cream comes, they all like, oh well, I guess we'll eat the ice cream. Mm, this is delicious. And she's like, no, let me. So she at least gets like more a little more than half of it. Yeah, and the dad's all like, <laughs> "Yeah." So, God, they, I hated him. Yeah. So they're like this. Yeah, they're this middle class family. They're all living in like this. Um, kind of, I don't know. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty Mod- moderately. Yeah, it's just nice a home. It's just a typical middle class home. But you can kind of tell lower like, class middle. You can kind of tell this is right before. The housing bubble. <laughs> yeah, they would have <laughs> lost it immediately. Oh God, no! I don't even want to imagine. But uh, really, um, what's kind of holding the family together, I guess you could say, is this um, their youngest daughter, their youngest child, Olive. Mm. Um, and her dream is to be uh, in this uh, Little Miss Sunshine pageant it's a child beauty pageant um and she's been i guess kind of performing in some of the, or not performing but sort of uh entering in some of the local beauty pageants yeah and it makes it more dream. okay because she's the one who's going for it yes it's not it would be a different movie if it was like the mom was pushing it or if the, even the dad was or the grandpa yeah, yeah. the grandpa's just having fun and the family's yeah, just doing it. Yeah, the grandpa's the one who's kind of like, I guess, sort of pushing her more into it, but not in an aggressive way. But but more to like open herself up. Exactly. You know, because he's. Be less shy. Because he, you know, he's good. He's actually a pretty. He's lived he, a long life. Pretty, yeah, he's Learned lived. Learned from your elderly. <laughs> and at this point, yes, we have uh, Greg Kinnear's father, the grandfather in this film, played by Alan Arkin. Who at this point he's he knows that like this is like the end for him. Yeah, he's lived a long life. He lived a long. He was addicted to heroin. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, he decided to do heroin at the end of his life, and it fucked him up because he's just like, you know, what? I'm crazy not to do it. I'm yeah. old, <laughs> and he's just snorting it. He's not like, yeah, he's not like injecting it. Yeah. It's a lot more dangerous to snort it. I think. Yeah, he's basically it goes directly to your brain. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's the one who's kind of like teaching Olive her like routine or going or, like, Corey. Yeah, she's like, her, she's like, he is like her uh, choreographer, basically. Yeah, the rest of the family's not paying attention to it because they don't think There's, she has a chance. Yeah, they you know, they're like, oh, it's it's nice, especially you know Greg Kinnear. He's the one who's the most. Almost kind of like, ugh. Because he's a selfish piece of shit. He really is. All he cares about is his fucking nine-step bullshit. Um, but uh, as everyone's sort of uh, gathering together for uh, for dinner, um, they get the they get a phone call from uh, I guess a family friend that their daughter had to drop out of the Little Miss Sunshine competition and Olive 
is actually able to take her place. And this, you know, sends Olive into hysterics and in a really cute scene where she's just running around, running around packing. Going, I won, I won, I won. And she's just packing. And up. the rest of the family is like, oh, what are we going to fucking do? We can't afford to go to California because they're in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, which is weird. It has this movie has a few weird, or at least a couple weird uh, Breaking Bad connections. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, they basically <laughs> they have to get into this um their old or I guess it's probably a Grandpa's old uh Volkswagen bus, a hippie van basically. Hustle ass. And hope for yeah. Ba- and uh, Greg Kinnear on the way is still like trying to like meet up with this this guy who I think financed. No, he was thing. like the one pushing it. Right, he and was he's trying to get financers. Right, and he's trying to contact this guy, and uh, you know, he eventually, you know, eventually he kind of realizes that. He really should just be paying attention more to his family. Yeah, because yeah. he's missing everything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they 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 go on this wacky cross country road trip. Uh, to get to this little uh, <laughs> child beauty pageant thing. Um, and it's, you know. It's a really charming movie. It is. I was surprisingly surprised. Surprisingly surprised. Like I didn't think I was going to hate it or anything, but I thought it was either going to go to... Uh, th- the only two ways it could have gone is the way I saw it. I was either going to hate it because I thought it was going to be like maybe like too artsy-fartsy or something or like, I don't know, too weird or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little too cringy. Mm-hmm. Or I was going to love it because it was going to be... I know you go like, I don't know if you should compare it to that, but like Moonrise King to me. Just that feeling of like, bad things happen, but nothing too terrible ever happens. You know, it's just safe enough. Yeah. <laughs> Leave you a nice, heartwarming feeling. Like it the word, the word, the. Without having to keep going in like this order of like just like this is what happened in the movie and then this is yeah what we're the movie. trying to yeah I don't uh I, one of the best scenes is when um they're driving in the car they're almost to the pageant and she the little girl's doing like eye test with the brother oh yeah and then yeah. she holds up the uh the colorblind one and he just shakes his head and she's like you don't see the no- the cut number and and he's just like no and then Steve Carell's like. It's right there. It's, it's right there. It's, it says 67 right there. It's green. And he's just like, and like the kid stand, sits up and then she's like, oh no, maybe it's just, a diff- that was the wrong one. Here, and she shows him another one and he's just like, and he starts <laughs> like shaking his head like, I, I can't read it. I can't read it. And everyone knows. That's like what everyone knows. If you're colorblind. You can't fly. You can't fly. And like immediately, he's Steve Carell's st- like, you need to pull over. You need to pull <laughs> over. And he starts freaking the fuck out like he's like <laughs> he just wants to scream so bad and then, but he knows if he starts screaming in this car he'll fucking lose it and he'll start punching the glass and olives is gonna be traumatized yeah and- yeah and all of i like at first before they they get in the car he i thought he was gonna be the character i hated the most you almost kind of think so yeah because the By dad the way, has been hasn't been a total douchebag yet. he's a kind of a tool but he hasn't done the whole, like, you're fat yet. By the, Once he did the you're yeah. fat with the ice cream thing, that was like, ugh. And he became, like, a total piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And he kind of read himself in that. But, like, he's this kind of a fuck face that whole movie. But I get that's the point. He did it well. I'm saying he acted it well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the son, I always liked that he hated everyone in the fucking family. But he liked his little sister. Like, the only the reason pure. he even goes to this thing because they eventually decide like they have to drive because it's the only way the family can afford it and they all have to go because they can't just they're not going to leave their crazy mute son by himself they can't leave the suicide or with this or leave them together yeah Um, (laughs) or the grandpa or any of that so the grandpa's got to go because he's the coach of the the girl girl and the dad has to go because he's gonna the dad i don't know 
because he wants to meet this guy. He's going to be the leader of the family. Yeah, it all just works out for him. Um, But, like, he eventually goes because they're, come on, for her. But, yeah, in that scene when he freaks the fuck out, like, it's so good. Like, he just. Yeah, he just runs out of the. (laughs) He runs down this hill, yeah. And just screams, fuck, bloody murder. He's like, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck. And it's a really a kind of emotional like scene because you really because it's it's the movie's been going along enough that he's been committed to this no talking thing. Mm-hmm. So you really feel like oh he's been doing this for 7 months like and you're like oh th- and you know that he's like this is the only way I'm getting out of my shit fuck face situation. And it all comes crashing down. And it down. just crumbles down because he didn't take a bl- colorblind test when he first took the vow of silence. So that means he was a weird fuckface. He's like, you know how many times, like, you know how much, how, you know how weird I am in high school? You yeah. know how much I sacrificed to do this? He's like, I sacrificed my social life in high school to be a weird outcast, silent vow guy because I thought, well, who cares? I'm going to be able to fly jet planes. I'll make friends there. I'll get bitches there. And. Your little mm. sister does a little colorblind test with you, and your dreams just fucking fall apart. I don't even think you can be any part of the military. No. I don't think that you're allowed to be in the military at all if you're colorblind. But um, he does learn to, like, accept. Yes. Like, you know, it's but not. That's why that's, that scene is so sweet because the mom tries to calm him down. It doesn't work. She's just like, I, I don't know what to say. And then she just ends up walking away because he's like, please just leave me alone. Because he, he, he exploded on me. He's like, what, I'm supposed to listen to you fucks? Divorce? Yeah. Suicide? Uh, what did he call the dad? Oh, I forget. I know he called the mom divorce. The, 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 the brother, the uncle suicide. Bankruptcy, I think. Yes, yes. He called the uncle suicide. He called the grandpa. Oh, no, the grandpa was already dead. Yeah. Uh, that spoiler. <laughs> um, you overdosed. And he called the dad. Heroin. Yeah, sadly. And he called the dad. Yeah, uh, bankruptcy. But he didn't insult the little girl. He didn't call. I, for a second, I was like, if he calls her fat, I swear to God, no, I'm gonna lose my mind. But like, and then like they're like, uh, wasn't it? The, was it the dad who suggested that she, the little girl, say something to him? I think so. Yeah. And the mom was like, No, we can't let her. Because she thought like he was gonna scream at her and traumatize the little girl. But yeah, she immediately uh, goes down the hill. It's such a cute moment. It takes because they stay on it. it. Takes the whole. It takes a while for her to walk down the hill. She's a little tiny girl walking <laughs> down the steep hill. And she's so she's so sad for her big brother. She knows how much just, he wanted this. And she just sits next to him and you know kind and of and just hugs, hugs him. him. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't do anything. Just you know what he needs right now. He needs some love. And I'm right here for you, big bro. And then he's just like, three seconds, he just, he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I'll come. And they're like, it's so cute. Like, they're walking and she's struggling to get up the hill and he just picks her up and she's just like, ah. <laughs> and then he's just like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything I said. I was just very angry. Like, <laughs> we should mention that uh, the son is played by Paul Dano. Yo. Milkshake. Yep. <laughs> this is uh, Paul Dano from There Which Will Be Blood. Which is crazy. This, this was a, a year before. This is the third movie I've seen him in. And he's playing a, a fifteen year old, a fifteen year old boy, basically. In How this old movie. is he in real life? During the time, he's young looking. During the time that he made this movie, he was twenty one years old. She showing in uh, the girl next door. He was actually kind of teenage year old because that was a Maybe. few years before this. Maybe been like nineteen, eighteen. Well, how no, this was two years. So yeah, he was like eighteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, because that's I've 19. seen him in that movie. I've seen him in Drink Your Milkshake, and now I've seen Drink him in Your this. Milkshake. That's what Sterling will always call that movie, I guess. Drink your milkshake. <laughs> it's a great film. Drink it up. <laughs> I drink it up. It's Don't just, bully me, Daniel. It makes no sense, but it's amazing. That's great. It's just a mind fuck. Cause you're like, what does he mean? <laughs> well, it means my milkshake. <laughs> Is he gonna kill me and drink my brain? It's the oil. Yeah, yeah. The oil, the goo the goo That made that episode much more funny. But yes, um, he's a great actor. I like uh, Paul Dano. He is. He is. I he's saw, surprisingly good. Saw him recently. 
Most people probably saw him recently as uh, the Riddler in the new The Batman movie. Oh, yes, I liked him in that. It's not his best performance. I liked him no. better in Milkshake. But yeah. um, and in this it was movie. good. And this movie, too, I think he's better. Yes, but not, like, insanely better because it's really different roles. But, like, I liked him in that one. It's just not my favorite as Batman movie. Me neither. But it's a good, whatever. It's a good movie. We're not talking about that movie right now. Yes. Um, just had to mention. Yeah. I mean, I like the Batman. I got a couple pops of it, but that's <laughs> more, more of an addiction. <laughs> squomp. Squomp, squomp. Oh, I was going to say something. So, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, what is there to... Cause it, yeah, we don't really want to go like scene by scene. That's not what this is. Oh, it was funny. This is a little side rant. Um, if anyone listens to Congratulations, Join the Cult, Chris Alia, Um He recently <laughs> went to London for his, I think it was pretty much like his honeymoon uh-huh. uh, with his wife, his new wife. Um, oh, we got a liberal up in the house um, who <laughs> believes media lies. Media lies. Um, that were all clearly disproved. But, um... That's why you got jo- you're not invited to the log cabin. But he was talking about he I watched a bunch there. of movies, and he one of the movies he watched watched was uh, Green Knight, and he's just like <laughs> he just he basically said what everyone says is like, and like that's what the whole movie is like, and <laughs> like, like, pretty much he's just like, sup Hollywood. So, this is what you're giving us. This is what you're giving us. You made a movie based off a poem. A very old poem. That makes no sense even as a poem. Whose author, his, has the name has been lost to time. And you had to fill in a lot of blanks to make a movie out of it. Made it into this and surreal And then you still just made movie. it like this weird nothing happens movie. I mean, it could have been. It could have been. It could have been something It was visually cool. beautiful, except for some scenes where, like, like the giants. Is oh, yeah, like, it lo- yeah, it looks great. And the acting's great, but eh, just that nothing would... happens to act. And you don't, the biggest problem is that you just don't connect with the main character. Yeah, because you're just like, is he an asshole? Is he just a dude? Is it, why is there an Indian in Camelot's Is he court? dead? Yeah, is, is he dead from the beginning? Did he just die like right when he took a nap on that tree? Did like, and we see his skeleton. It's like, huh? And then he comes back and he gets his egg off and he doesn't get his egg off and then his back. And, and then the movie, you, know, you got the Green Knight who's like off with your head, and it's like supposed to be kind of funny or something. Like what? It's just nothing. And the whole movie, you're like. And then the guy he jerks off into that girl's hand. Yeah, it's so awkward. And the whole time you're like, is something happening gonna happen? Why do I feel like nothing's happening while something's happening in front of me? That movie it's, is the opposite of this movie. <laughs> we, we actually watched for this podcast. I just wanted to rant about that movie a little bit because we're obviously not gonna be able to make a podcast on it, but maybe I don't know. Maybe we want to make a podcast where we just hate it on it for a second because that movie. Maybe one day we'll start going. Back to like movies that we've seen. We could do that if you guys want to. If, if you guys like the idea, leave down in the comments. Maybe, 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 maybe. There's a lot of movies that we've wanted to show each other or talk about, but we can't because we've seen them or something, or one of us have seen it, or mm-hmm. both of us have seen it more likely. But yeah. Green Knight, Ugh. do not recommend. Unfortunately, I can't either. It's long, and. It's not even that long, though. I don't even think it's like two hours. But it but feels It long. feels very long. Because it's confusing, but not. It's so simple, it's confusing. Because you're like, oh, there's got to be more to this. And then there's not. There isn't. Unfortunately, I mean, it's definitely a movie that's more up my alley, but even I have to say. It was like, is this real or fantasy? Yeah, it's, is it like historical fiction kind of? I mean, it's sort of, it's a King Arthur story. The Green Knight is, is but a... I'm a little, I don't care that much if it wasn't it was only allowed to be this way but it's like I think it's funny that it's super cool to just replace historically 
European people with anybody and being like, bibbity bobbity boobity bop. But if you made like a white guy gang is con, everyone would be like, we're going to cut your dick well, off. Well, they did do that. I know. And no one should do that in general. But like, and I honestly don't really care that much, especially when it comes to little things like this. Yeah, I don't really like care that much. But. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to this movie before we get canceled. Um, yeah, we need, yeah, we're not even talking about Little Miss Sunshine, which is a charming little movie. It's a little movie. And I like little movies sometimes. That's what, it's just crazy. Even when it's your own movie, you still gotta somehow poop on a wholesome. Like, it's a little movie. They really don't deserve an Oscar. They didn't really deserve my money, but I, I gave them a little pity jerk off. That's not at all what I mean. Just, just a little movie. This isn't up to par with, you know, the bitch. Oh my god, it's completely different. <laughs> I just, it's funny. Lee, Lee, Lee. He's just not a fan of wholesome. But I like, well, I guess this isn't really a wholesome movie because it's got drug use, but <laughs> swearing. It's still wholesome. It's just not. Kind of a creepy climax a little bit when they go to the actual child pageant. Yeah, it's creepy if you're fucking thinking it like, well, like that. Otherwise, it's just a little girl dancing with her family. I'm not like. Looking at her going, oh, she's sexualizing herself. Like, why do you think she's sexy? Why do you think that? I'm not. I'm there like, is that one scene, though. There's the dude who's like, woo! That guy, I thought something was going to happen with him because you made it sound like there was. You're like, look at him. And I was just like, oh, something's going to happen, right? <laughs> no, it's just some creepy guy. I thought he was going to say something about her, not knowing that that was the dad. And I the know. Uncle I, right I, there. And I thought like, maybe like the brother was going to beat him up. It's kind of what you would think. Would like, I thought he was going to go like, woo, nice kinda... ass, or some real creepy, horrible thing. Like, really something, or like maybe under his breath. <laughs> like, say it to like the brother, like, look at that one. And like, and the brother just being as upset as he is, plus that's his little sister he loves. Just flumpton. I think that would have been cool. Instead, he just kind of cheers, and then nothing happens. He's just allowed to be there forever and ever, and... Just kidnap keep, one of these little girls? Just keep creeping. Probably kidnaps one every single time. Yeah. See, it's creepy. In a subtle way. Uh. Yeah. Well, I guess really? I'll help Lee. What is there? Lee. Guess what time it is. Damn. Is it already that time? Because Lee needs some help. So we got some questions for Lee. All right. <laughs> I like that. All right. <laughs> um, you said you, you already said you saw this movie like soon after it came out on DVD. Mm-hmm. Did you like it immediately? Yeah, I liked it. How old were you then? 2006 Lee, 2007 Lee. Mm, that would have like been 13, 13 14. Because I was 14. Mm. 2007. Jesus. Um, Ugh. it was about a year after I had like moved out to California. Coming that Cali boy, swag swag west west. Whoop whoop! I had long no lift the brown whoop, whoop. bear. That's extinct. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, well, what? This is the this is the question everyone knows. I'm gonna Great ask it. Question. What is your favorite thing about the movie? Um, I really that's not a scene. I really like the um. I just like these characters. You I like, like the this way they family. interact. Yeah, I like feels this like family. a real family. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. It did. If there was going to be a wholesome movie, this is going to be a Lee wholesome movie because it's more realistic. Mm-hmm. Lee's still going to go down the more realistic one. Like, if I'm going to show it, it's going to be like, she won the pageant. <laughs> yeah. And nobody dies. Even if the grandpa dies, maybe they don't do what they did. 
where he yeah. overdoses on heroin, or they take him and with they him. steal his body from the which is a good hospital. which is a funny scene. And then they get stopped by a state trooper who ends up being Dean Norris from Breaking Bad. And they only get away with it because there's porn in the back. <laughs> and the he, he's box. just a fucking perv, I guess. They met the perviest, douchiest uh, state trooper. But then he gets real creeped out when he sees the gay porno mag. He's like, oh. You know, he's like, oh, you can keep that. Yeah, because he's going to take it. Like oh. a weirdo. Uh, and then... We forgot to mention that we finally do meet uh, Greg Kinnear's, like, fine, like, whatever is the guy is promote helping him promote his uh, nine steps thing. Yeah, this is what uh, almost leads to the family imploding early. Um, it's Brian Cranston <laughs> who it ends up being. Yeah, because they're like on the way, and then he gets a call. From the Brian Canton saying, nah, didn't go through, bye. And just like, he's like, what do you mean it didn't go through? And he's just like, no, nah, it's just the shitty giddy giddy Sorry. Next one. Bye. Sorry. And then like, it just, he tells his wife that. And then he's just like, but I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, the fuck you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're going to tell me that you just spent our entire life savings on this little stupid fucking dream venture of yours. And it just, boop, didn't work out. No, you didn't just say that and just go like, well, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, the fuck, we don't got groceries, motherfucker. <laughs> we got to put food on the table. And so she, they start fighting immediately, and then like it just just breaks because he's just like, I can't. He doesn't fight back. He's just like, I just, it's, it's what it is. It's broken. And like the whole family kind of just shattered. Like, he's just defeated by it. And then he kind of has a breakdown where he's just like, no, I can't. I got to I gotta try to solve this. And that's when he goes to see him in person. Mm-hmm. And he just sees Brian Canson just like, <laughs> just having the balls, die, like the funnest time of his life. And he's just like, my life's falling apart. And you're just like, boobity boop. Yeah, I'm like, rich still. Yeah, like I got my commission. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. And then, yeah, he's just like, well, you know, can't we just keep trying? And he's like, well, nobody knows who you are. Yeah, he's like, I tried with everybody. They all don't want it. They're just like. They don't like you. They don't care. Yeah, he was like, it's not to be personal. He's like, but they don't like you. It's you because you're trying to sell you. People don't like you Mm -hmm. because it's obvious you don't like you. He didn't say that, but that's the reason. But it is, uh, yeah. Because dad's like, oh, I'm a failure. But then, like, you have a pretty heartwarming moment between the dad and him in the van. Where, like, the dad's like, no matter what, I'm proud of you. And at first, he's kind of like... Oh, yeah, the grandpa. Yeah, the grand. But the guy's dad. That's his dad. Yeah. Um, That's what I mean. And he's just... At first, he kind of blows it off like, yeah, dad. But then he kind of thinks about it. And he's like, thanks, dad. Like, he actually, like, you kind of see it in a moment where, like, it's kind of a little bonding moment. And it's lucky because he dies, like, that night. But, like, this movie has a lot of little, like, You were, uh, at first, though, you weren't really liking the grandpa. Because he was a little much. He was more asshole at first. But then he had some really cute scenes with the granddaughter. Yeah, that was his thing, is that he really just cared about And all my hate her. really shifted to the dad when the fat scene. I did not like that. I would yes. never tell my daughter she was fat. Not when she looked like her. Yeah, it's just... And it's like, yeah, I wouldn't let her have ice cream every fucking morning with pancakes, but you're on a fucking one in a li- once-in-a-lifetime road, cr- trip. road trip to California, California to go on a beauty pageant, crazy, got no money on the... Drinks of death, fucking vacation. Let me have some fucking ice cream with some pancakes. Like, sheesh. Like, it's trying to sell your daughter this nine-step program because it's like, if I can't sell my, you know, it's just like he's breaking. He's like, if I can't even sell it to my daughter, <laughs> like, like, yeah. And what? It just immediately broke her. She was like crying immediately, and she's so cute. She's so cute in this movie. This is that little girl, it's Abigail, Abigail Breslin. She's just like I'm little. She wore a. She had to wear a little fat suit. Which is funny. <laughs> it lo- I mean, and you can't really, I don't know, I don't really notice She just looks like much. she has that little girl fat belly that little girls little sometimes have belly. until yeah. they get older and the fat goes into their legs and grows bones and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, science and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Genetics. All right. 
because we're still in the questions for Lee. What was your favorite scene? Because we know what my favorite scene is. My favorite scene was the breakdown and the little girl coming up to the brother. It is a very good scene. Because it was just, I was, I was very surprised. Like I thought, I thought, I thought from the beginning that was what was going to bring him back. Like I could tell, like the mom was going to fail, but I thought we were going to go through the entire family in a moment. And it was gonna and like and then I thought maybe she was gonna say some little girl thing, but I thought it was a much cuter thing that one they skipped over all those fuck, all of them saying something, because yeah. why would the uncle say anything? They're not that close. Mm-hmm. The dad's so disconnected; he has no idea what to say. The only mm-hmm. ones who could have had a chance were the mom and the little girl. Um, and the little girl just did the right thing because the mom's just like so frazzled and torn from everybody. Tearing yeah. her attention that she didn't realize, like, oh, she's I should just, just hug my son. If yeah. she had just hugged him, it would have worked too. Exactly. He didn't want someone to say, oh, I'm so sorry and pity you and just because it's it is what it is, and he realizes that. Uh huh. But he just needed a little like it's gonna like just here's some comfort. Which I just that's why I like that scene so much. It's a great scene. And when he picks her up, it's adorable. Uh, it's it's hard to say. Favorite scene in the movie. I mean that that one is really good. Um, I, I guess my favorite kind of like more comedic scene in the movie is when they forget <laughs> they forget Olive. Yeah, that was a cute station. scene. And then, but the, who's the first one to notice? The brother. And then it, that's funnier because he's the one who can't say anything. He's just he like, just writes it on a He notepad. writes it all. He's just like sitting there all kind of just like apathetic. And then he's like. And he sits up like, wait, what the fuck? And he, you can see him say, he's like about to say something. He's just like. Mm. He's just like, I can't just break my mouth. God damn it. <laughs> and he's like shaking the uncle. Look at the fucking note. <laughs> he's like, where's Olive? And they're all like. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. That he just says it out loud. He's like, "Where's Olive?" And then he, he's like, and he goes back to the parents. Hey, where's Olive? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah. <laughs> and, and at this point, like we we kind of skipped over. Um, in the beginning of their journey, the car breaks down, yeah, the and clutch. the only way the they can't afford to wait to get the cl- new part ordered, so they have to. Uh, the guy like fixes it. But it basically fixes it in a way that, like, you have, have to, to push to start it. Yep. It can't go into gear one and two. It can only go into three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all have to help push. Jumbo. They all have to help push the bus. Yeah. So this would have been have insane to, to see. You <laughs> see this little girl standing at a gas station. This bus just comes out of nowhere. Little like mini van bus comes skirting out of nowhere, opens its door, and just and grabs just the like, little Come girl. On, Come on, yeah, on. they just grab the little girl and they just drive off. You just be like, Did I just, did I just what, do the kidnapping? What the <laughs> fuck just happened? Um, but that, 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 just because of that, we get a lot of shenanigans in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really fun, funny, it's tr- a fun uh, little movie. funny, like, uh, thing that in the movie, like, something they have to deal with. Yeah, it's a you know, it's fun, it's dramatic. It it hits all the right beats. My dog. <laughs> cool. Rude. No, Listen cute. to that. Guy. But my favorite. Let's see. My overall favorite scene. That's kind of hard. I guess it might be that scene. His freakout scene. Yeah. Because it was just so. Because we've all been there. That's definitely. Yeah. That's. I think that was the moment I, when I first saw it. I was like, holy shit, this is actually Because the good. best part was when he was stuck in the car. Yeah, when he's like, I'm going to fucking tear the Get me apart. out of here. Get me out of I'm here. And Steve Carell is freaking the fuck he's out. He's like, like uh, stop you the need car, to please. Stop. Like, at one point, he's just like, I don't fucking in the fucking pull over anywhere. And the dad's like, I'm trying. I'm trying, man. Like, he's like, we're in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> I can't gr- just stop. <laughs> it's great. It's so it will run out and get ran over immediately. <laughs> like, like, and it's just know. so, yeah, it's so, it'd be so hectic in that car. And to be that little girl, she's just like, <laughs> like, like, and I think it was good that the, uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I, I wish the grandpa hadn't died. 
I wish the grandpa hadn't died, obviously, but I don't think the grandpa would have been a good con, like a good addition to this scene. He would have been too abrasive. Right. He would have said some fucked up shit. Or otherwise, or they would have just made it so like he was quiet. And it's just like, why are you like, why even be there? Yeah. So I, I, I'm glad they did this that scene after he's passed away. But I do like that scene earlier on in the movie. When, like, she's listening to, like, her music. Yes. And they're, like, yelling. And he's like, hey, Dwayne, is that your name, Dwayne? Let me give you some advice. Fuck a lot of women. Yeah, get pussy. <laughs> and they're like, hey, don't talk about like that in front of Violet. And, like, he's just like, hey, Violet, shit, bitch, fuck. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, Violet, I'll give you a million dollars if you turn around. Like, she ain't here shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, when they're done uh, talking about all this filthy shit, she takes off her headphones and she's like, what are you all talking about? And he's just like, politics. Yeah, because even, because every, one of the best aspects of this movie, and I would say my, if I, I had, I said my favorite scene, but my favorite thing about this movie, aspect, whatever the fuck, I don't know the terms, I'm stupid kind of relates with Lee's. I like the fact that the the whole the everyone's got their own little agenda because humans are humans, but then the overall family agenda is let's not fail Ew, with violence. Yeah. Like don't say fuck like the the guy who says fucked up things doesn't say in front of Violet. The weird like quiet vow boy who's mean to everybody isn't mean to Violet. Even the mom <laughs> tries to pretend that the family's just normal for Violet. The dad's a piece of shit and he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. But even the suicidal brother yeah. or uncle. Oh, the little girl. Like, I don't want to run. Like he, but, but he's real with her because she asks real questions. And he's like this professor. And he's like, no, you be real with children. She's, he's actually kind of doing what her father should be doing. Yes. Answering and the then he also definitely has that like, well, you, they're little adults. It's like. Maybe you shouldn't say everything he said to her, but mm -hmm. um, he does treat her with respect. And even he, yeah, like you said, like, let's just kind of, like, shield her from the fucked upness. Probably, I think probably shield her more from her dad, because he doesn't yeah, like... Yeah, once he sees how the he dad like is... like Greg Kinnear, yeah. Yeah, once he starts seeing how the dad is, you yeah, you, you're right. He, he kind of starts being a little bit of a buffer between... Because mm -hmm. he was the first one to take a bite of the ice cream. He's like, oh, I'll have some. Like, if you're not going <laughs> to eat it... Ex yeah. Um, then it sparks the whole family to do it, mm -hmm. and she's like, "No, I want." Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, is it was a very cute scene, and the dad. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I re and I really liked what she was like. What does like all of the modi mean? And she's like, "That means ice cream." And that's not what it means, but like, not, not but for a little girl, it means ice cream. And then she's like, "Really? I'll take it." Like, like, it was so adorable. You're like, ah, that waitress look cute. <laughs> like just for doing it for her like that. Um, mm. Because what you get? Oh, actually, it means French. It's French for all. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. See, this, I like cute things. It's very cute. <laughs> you like? Yes, you like some niche cute things. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely not to the extent of you. No, yeah, I'm. Because they're so little. <laughs> right now, I'm watching this anime, Spy X Family. Anya, and Anya. Oh my god, her tiny little hands, and then she's just like, "I'm a spy," and like, <laughs> it's just like, but she reads minds, and she's like, "This is so ridiculous. It's so adorable. Is everything's tiny? I don't know. I like tiny things. I just like cute things." I just, I've always, I always have, probably always will. That's why I'm one of the rare few guys that wants kids. I guess it's not rare, but like, it's not as common as it is in like women. I really always have wanted kids and I've always wanted daughters and like, like two daughters and like one son. One son. I thought it'd be cool to have like an older son so they could be the older brother and then like two little girls. But you can't really choose. The yeah, of course you can. But when you fantasize, you can fantasize yeah. about whatever you want. Exactly. Imagine. <laughs> Imagination. Yeah. Imagination. All right.
<laughs> well, I'm gonna we're gonna go into a little bit of a uh, ratings. Um, You're not gonna ask me like what my least favorite aspect of this movie is. No, I don't want to know. I'm just kidding. What is your least favorite aspect? Well, mm, that's kind of hard to say. Yeah, the only thing I don't like is that the dad was an asshole, but he needs to be an asshole to make the movie the movie. <laughs> he has his own little... And I don't not like it and as in, like, it ruins the movie. Right, yeah. And, like, he does redeem himself slightly. At the end, yeah. He's like, all right, I, I really do need to... Start paying be attention a good, to my family. I need to be a good father to this little girl. Yeah, he needs to go back and get a job at, like, fucking CVS or a fucking copyright place or some shit, get some whatever job, get Maybe some money w- in that house. Work some kind of office job. Yeah, get some money in there. Get that money for the family. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think it does get a little too wacky at the end when they're dancing to Super Freak, um, which is the song that I, you know, they were building up like what her routine mm-hmm. was gonna be, like the whole movie. You never see it. Yeah, the grandpa and her just talk about it. And you see them like finishing. All right, you know, great job, Bob. and then we finally see it, and it's like a. <laughs> it's a weird it's kid a, striptease. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's a. It's yeah. With super by the with the song Super, super Freak, Freak by Rick James. But it definitely super makes Freak, sense. Super Freak. But it's just funny and it's cute. A little bit. Like if you just think it's about not, it in that, I don't if you hate don't it. sexualize it in your brain, I don't. And I'm it. not even thinking about that. It's just like. It gets a little too wacky when they're all like dancing on stage. Well, because like, by that point, the, the family stage. realizes that she's lost. Like, there's no way she can win this because that one girl's raising such a hufflepuff about it. So we might as well go up there and support her, have a little bit of fun, and fuck this stupid ass thing. Yeah, because they're trying to kick her off, and like the dad's just like, no, <laughs> no, I'm fuck gonna that. dance. I'm with gonna it. dance up. You're gonna kick us all off. No, and Gabby give it a scene. He's probably even thinking about his dad. The grandpa. Yeah, they haven't. Even, he hasn't even been able to process. Yeah, he's grieving. There's that moment where he's like, "We're not God just leaving it, him Dad. here." Yeah, he's like, "God damn it, Dad! Damn it!" He's a good actor, Greg Kinnear. He is. I like him in. Um, was that Jack Nicholson movie? As good as it gets. As good as it gets. It's a really good movie. Even like though you it. can't do that nowadays. Yeah, straight actor can't play a gay actor. Guess what? Gay actors can't play straight actors. Characters. I've declared it. Chip, chip, chip. Um, well, I don't really have a thing I don't like. Like I, I genuinely like this movie a lot. That's great. This will probably. Oh boy! I'm not. I I I can't give it a ten out of ten because there's no romance. Now, Moonrise Kingdom is just this level of cute, but then there's that cute little preteen, like young love aspect. It's not like oh, they're gonna be forever soulmates. All this. It's just a little young love, and it's very cute, and I like that. I like romance in my things. Mm-hmm. Um. Like if the 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 son and like met, yeah. If the son had met, like maybe they got a hitchhike girl, like a runaway girl in the beginning. Oh god, or something. And then she's along with the little girl, or is able to help him. Uh huh. I don't know. That would have you would have hated it, and you wouldn't have showed it to me, and I'd probably should be showing it to you. If that was the case, and you, you're, bi- you know, I just didn't really like the robot. That that's that multiverse. That would be yep. Exactly. God. Just delete. Delete. Get off my home screen. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. Wow. Because I really enjoyed it. It's probably the movie you've... Um, yeah. Probably the highest rating you've given one of my movies. Yeah. And I'd say it's one of my favorites. One I have to really picks. think. Well, even though I gave it 9 out of 10, doesn't, I don't know. I'd have to really go back and think, like, because we've seen so many movies at this point, I can't think of every movie we've watched. I don't have that mind like you do. 
Uh, I don't know. If you told me a movie that we've watched, I'd remember the movie immediately. But I can't go off the top of my head. We watched this, 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 this. this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. You could. I can't. I know you. You'd be like, what? Well, maybe you. You. You remember titles, but then you'd be like, I don't remember anything about the. Film. <laughs> um, I only remember the title. I can't even believe I remember that. <laughs> but you somehow still remember all forty, like six. But you're like, I can't even believe that. <laughs> I remember it's best like remembering balloons named one, two, three, four, five, seven. <laughs> no false sense is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody I, I can't remember the movies off the top of my head, but I remember every movie. I can tell you every movie that you <laughs> you tell me you've seen. Uh, uh, Why don't you give me the title? Uh, this little fuckboy over here. Uh, <laughs> um But with all that said, what's your rating? Wow. But yeah, like I said, I I'd have to really think about it like maybe maybe for the season finale we gotta we do a little special thing and give you guys our little top ten of what we've watched so far. Or the or let's, rank all of them. Rank all the movies we've watched. Might be a big little thing. Little hundred episodes special. Let's make a top ten. Top ten each. Top ten hey, how about Top ten best, top ten worst. There we go. We'll do that. All right. Lee's is gonna love that. He'll do the top ten best. Like, oh yeah. We all know what number I guess one I is like for the that. worst. We all know. The wish. No. For you and my Maybe. movies. Maybe. Yeah. But we know for me. It better not be. It's going to be that, Sterling. It's it better not be. It's going to be. I don't even want to say have, its name. I still have many movies to show you before then. <laughs> there's not. There's nothing. I know. Nothing that will I, I, ever. I've been racking my brain. <laughs> racking my brain. Uh, uh, but yes, so. My rating, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a first for us, but. I'm also going to give it a 9 out of 10. It's not the first time I think we've given an equal, but it's also, it it's wouldn't have been the rare. first. It is. But it also wouldn't have been the first time where I rated a movie, your movie, higher than you rated your own movie. That's what, that was a razor head. Wait. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't there a movie that we watched that I ended up liking more than you did? Not a razor head, but. There was. I can't. What was it? There was a movie you showed me, and you were like, "Oh, I don't like that as much as I remember liking it." And I, I remember I ended up liking it. I think it was Kill Bill Volume One. I think you gave it a seven, and I gave it a six. It was one of the Kill Bills. Pretty sure it was Volume One. I think so too. Because I gave both movies, a, well, both parts, a six. Yeah, and I didn't like Volume 2 as much as I liked Volume 1. You gave one. that one a lesser rating than I did. Yeah, because Volume 2 was definitely... But I almost kind of felt the same way that you did. Because Volume 2 is definitely the lesser of the two movies. Yeah. Okay, I think I think you are right. And yeah, so that's happened before. Now, it's never happened <laughs> where I gave my movie a lower rating than me. And I don't think we've ever given one of my movies the same rating. Maybe... No. Um... I don't think you've given any of my movies. I think you've given like one movie an eight. I've given a lot of your movies at this point eights. No, I gave, uh, what was that movie? Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I gave that like a nine. That's the highest rated one you've given mine. I've given, I don't think I've given, I don't think we've given each other movies 10 out of 10s. No. I ha I don't know if this was my first nine out of 10 for you. I don't think it is. I don't think I've I given think it, it a lot. It's either the first one or maybe I've given one other. I know I've given a decent amount of eights. Eight has been usually the highest rating you've been given. And I've given enough of those where it's a decent one. You've only given me a handful of eights. Like a handful. Like one handful. <laughs> like one it's easy handful. to hold that handful in one hand. There's no overflow. <laughs> okay. Dick! <laughs> Just sorry. kidding. I'm kidding. Ear rape. Sorry. <laughs> um, this is how things are. Oh, yeah. You still haven't rated it, have you? I just said it was a nine. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yes. God. I, we live in California. That's all I said. 
Um, Very true. Well, I guess with that being said, mm-hmm. we can kind of, I can, we can, a little bit, a little bit, I can let you know what we're going to be watching next week. Oh, boy. Well, we're going dark now. Um, oh, God, no, we're not. I don't think I could. Well, you could show me, you've shown me serious. I've shown you serious. You like serious movies. But I don't have any horror movies to show you. The only horror movie I could show you is Jason X. I've already seen that. Oh, then never mind. I couldn't show it's you. It's not even a horror movie. It's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror movie to me. It still scares me. Now, I will admit that it is a comedy movie, but it's, it, I would get scared still. Um, <laughs> it's, so, it's so dumb. I don't like it when he kills the doctor in the beginning. She was a nice lady. The one uh, who gets her face, yeah, she's like so frozen up. and then smashed. I did. I just don't <laughs> like watching hot women get murdered. It's not a real cool thing for me. I don't like women in general getting murdered. I just well, it's like movies. can horror movies just kill dudes? Could that be a thing? I'd be okay yeah, with that's dudes. Sexist. I don't care. Because I don't give a fuck about a dude. Because the dude, I don't know, had a. This is sexist, but had a chance. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just, the girl a, never has a chance against the monster. Against <laughs> the undead. It's always just wielding. more graphic when it's like Jason smashing the face in of a lady well, than when he's know, doing I've it. I've never really one. been a huge fan of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Because it's all that's all it is is killing like young. But then again, I, people. I've seen almost all of the Halloween movies. But I'm not a fan of that franchise. I only like the original. I like Halloween three, which is not that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. <laughs> you would. Uh, Halloween four is a, okay. We're not gonna start talking about yeah, Halloween. So about to so okay. So next week, I was. I need to go over like, do a real kind of movie soul search. And really think about all the movies I have li- that I want to show Lee. Because uh, I'm starting to run a little low on movies out of the movies I own. where I've That's where I've gotten the mass majority of the movies I've shown Lee. Except for the occasional like, oh, where something just pops in your head. Well, we streamed, we've streamed the last couple of movies. Yeah, yeah. Watched. Because those movies have been like where it was just like, oh, an inspiration hit. But yeah. I didn't have any of that this week. I usually like... Lee like does a little more deep diving into his movies, and he'll have like three, four movies planned in advance. I do, but usually that plan kind of gets upset because sometimes because I'll show something and you're just like, "Well, that just changed." Or me something up. might happen where it's like, "Hmm, maybe I want to watch this instead." That's why I don't like. I, I, that's why I can't. I tried to do that in the beginning, plan movies ahead, but like I'd be like, "I don't want to." Like, I might have wanted to watch that movie that week, but not more than the movie that I eventually actually showed him. But then when it comes to the week, oh, adorable baby lady, um, doggy break. Um, when it comes to when it comes to like a few weeks later, I might not want to watch that movie anymore. Yeah, not that I never want to show it to him, but it's just whatever. So this week was one of those weeks where I had to kind of just look at the pile, the wall of movies, and just go. Mm, and then, but does that mean I half-assed this pick? No, it does not. No. Because this movie has been a contender to be shown to Lee a bunch of times. You've mentioned it a few times. Yeah. This has been almost a movie that I've shown him to you a handful of times. I think uh, so, yeah. Oh, we got she's Huntress. She's hunting a fly. Um But the movie I'll be showing next week is Mirror Mirror. The Snow White movie from like ten years ago, I think it's like it came out as like around the same time as, uh, as Snow White is the and the Huntsman. Snow White and the Huntsman. But the Snow White and the Huntsman was like more of like a dark, like realistic, like gritty a Game of Thrones style. Yeah, yeah. Like, Meanwhile, Mirror Mirror is more of like a adaption of the movie or like the kid, the like Disney art. one. But, but it's like not a still Disney different. movie, is it? Yeah, no, because it's still different because the, the that story is imminent or is a. Uh, Free copyright, like it's not like Disney. oh, it's in the public domain. Yeah, because it's, it's a fairy old tale. Yeah, it's old enough. Mm-hmm. I think Disney had the copyright for a while, but I think you're only allowed to have a copyright for something for like a hundred years, and then you can't have it anymore. Um, yeah, exactly. I think that was the year that movie came, and this movie had Julia Roberts, and these. This was like they don't really do it as often anymore, but like back then, and just throughout most of movie history. They would uh, a year would have like a big movie, 
And then there'd be another movie that a studio was like trying to do com- competition with. Like, yeah. like, like the day after, not the day after, but like, uh, like two different Meteor studio- versus a dra- uh, Comet. Comet. That's Deep Impact and Armageddon. Or Tsunami. Oh, no, that's Deep Impact. No, Deep Impact. Yeah, Deep Impact. It's the one with Morgan Freeman. This is the one where Morgan Freeman is the president. <laughs> and he's like, we will rebuild. And Armageddon was the successful, more successful of the two. It's the funner one. It's both it's, stupid it's garbage. Stupid but, like, they, thing, but they, yeah. that, they, that, that's what they used to do. There'd always be, like, and one was always clearly, like, the one that was rushed, and one was the original idea. <laughs> Deep Impact is a rushed... Whatever was the more thought out idea. I don't know. Snow White and the that, Huntsman. I like both, but I think like Snow White and Huntsman was the one with the bigger budget. Don't forget about ants and a bug's life. Yes, but everyone shits on ants. I like ants. I like ants better than a bug's life. I like both. Eh. Bug's but life is fine. People everyone says Bug's Life is the better and Ants was the ripoff, but who says that? Well, because Bugs Life was definitely the more is the more remembered one. Because of Disney and Pixar, and it was way more like kitty. Like Ants was a little more adulty. It was a DreamWorks movie. But I like I really like Ants because I also really like that battle scene. It was fucking epic. It's like Starship Troopers yeah. and dark, fucked up. And they're, like, <laughs> they're all melting and shit. What's face? Sylvester Stallone. He plays the yeah, ant. he's in a fucking army ant or whatever. Yeah. The big worker, <laughs> Woody. Woody Allen is the. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's a ridiculous movie, but I like it. I like both those movies. But yes, sorry, I'm always bad at ending these things. But we'll be watching Mirror Mirror next week. So just know, spoiler alert, please. If you don't want to be spoiled, watch that this week, or watch it before you listen to the episode. Then come over and listen with us and discuss with us. Um, as always, leave down in the comments maybe some suggestions of movies that you think one of us would like. Um, just leave our name yeah. and then be like, hey, I think Sterling would like this or I think Lee would like this. Um, so we know who's the movie for, which uh, who the movie is for. Um, or don't. And we'll just kind of guess and that might be kind of fun too. We'll kind of be like, oh, maybe they think Lee is it. And then we do the podcast on it and you go, well, I thought that'd be for a Lee movie. And it's like, well, actually, Sterling liked it. <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Do some shit. Um, please rate, review, and share the podcast. We really need some more ratings. We really could use some more comments. We could really use some shares. That stuff just helps promote the podcast. If the algorithm sees some like traction on a thing, that goes like, "Oh, people are listening to this," and it promotes it and shoves it in people's face. You know, we want more people to listen to this. That's why we do this. That's why people do anything. Um, come on, come on, please. We're begging you. Uh. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next time. Bada bing. Bada shingity dingity bing.